everybody. Merry Christmas. This is December 16th and I'm sending my 16th Christmas letter. Hope you guys are having a good holiday. This is our last day of school before the break. So I am really excited to not wake up super early or I'm actually fine waking up early. I'm excited to not wake my children up early in the morning because some of them really like to sleep in. But I will miss some of the quiet time I get during the day, but it'll be nice to have them home too. So today I'm going to share a little bit from a book called The Message. This book was written by a man named Lance Richardson. In the beginning of the book, he talks about some of the health problems that he had when he was younger. He played football. It seems like he was quite gifted as a football player and was about to get a scholarship, but he had a weightlifting injury where he injured some discs in his back. And then also later when he was living in Finland, he ate some raw salmon and that was the beginning of Crohn's disease for him. So the time of the book beginning, he said he comments that he has had 30 major and minor surgeries and his health hasn't been the best over the years. He also has six children and it looks like they range from teenage to one years old at the time of the beginning of the book. And it starts off on Christmas morning and he had bought a used motorcycle and snowmobile for his kids. I was really excited to give it to them, but the motorbike was having some problems turning on. And so they fiddled with it and got it to work. And so he took it just for a really short ride. He had been really careful with his health over the years because it was so fragile but he's planning to take the motorbike around the block. And then when he was turning into the driveway, it hit a patch of ice and slid and landed on him, which landed him in the hospital, perhaps because he had had all those health problems previously when he landed in the hospital and was trying to get better. He contracted ARDS, which is adult respiratory distress syndrome. It's when your lungs get infected and inflamed. They said that they believed it was possibly being caused by small amounts of bone marrow coming from his fractured hip and passing through the bloodstream into his lungs. And so what he experienced, absolutely horrible. He is just at a point where he's struggling to get the right amount of air and he's breathing super hard, but there's not enough oxygen. And so at some, at one point, everything just goes pitch black. When it goes pitch black, he stands up and he begins to walk around thinking, I kind of turn the light switch on. And then he realizes that he doesn't have any more pain and that he's actually walking around, but he's walking around in darkness. And then he comes across a curtain or he feels something against him. So he parts the substance. And then this is what he says. This is a quote. As I parted the substance, an intense light filled with warmth and love fell upon me and beckoned me forward. It was a brilliant light that immediately dispersed all the darkness about me. It was soothing and satisfying. It carried a peace that I wanted to embrace. Deep inside me, it felt somehow familiar, a feeling from deep within that was sweet to my soul. I stepped forward into the light. Though I had not yet come to a realization of where I was, I instantly perceived I was entering into a most magnificent dimension or sphere which far surpassed the beauty of any place I had ever visited. The peace was consuming and the beauty transcending. Where am I? I thought to myself. 
what has happened to me? And then he describes seeing a lawn, an emerald lawn, and it's mixed with sky blue and there were trees and leaves and sprigs. Um, there are tons of different colored leaves and everything is really, really vibrant. Then he felt someone approaching him. It was his cousin, Randy, who had died 20 years earlier from leukemia. Previous to getting leukemia, Randy had been a state champion wrestler, and he notes that Randy is in his healthy body and not in his sickly body that he had before he died. And then he also meets his grandfather, and he says he appears to be in the prime of his life. And then his grandpa explains that they've been waiting for him, and they call it a visit. He says, you look good. I can see your dad's characteristics in you. I've enjoyed helping you and your family so much over the past years. And then he describes to him how sometimes when we pray, the people that are sent to answer our prayers are the relatives and loved ones that have passed on to the next life. And so that's building bonds of love between family and it's allowing um, us to serve one another as family This is a few sentences from later on in this chapter. It says, Then my memory went further. The whole plan of life was a pattern of our former life in heaven. I had heavenly parents. There was indeed a father and most certainly a mother in heaven who loved me. I remembered them at that moment. It was sacred. Their love was so consuming. I felt I would never want to leave. And though I had not known it was possible until that moment, I cried. Yes, I was home again. The next part that I'm going to share with you is he describes when he is able to see other people passing through the veil of death. And I just feel like it's such a joyful description. That's what I really wanted to share with you today. This is what he says in his words. I watched numerous people pass through that veil while I was there. I witnessed an elderly woman whose family anticipated her arrival. There were about 20 individuals jumping up and down excitedly as if waiting for a loved one to come off of an airplane. A slender man, who was most obviously the husband of the woman, paced back and forth nervously. Two women kept patting him on the back and excitedly hugging him as they anticipated the arrival. Another man, who acted as the leader to the group, then stepped partly through the veil so I could not see him. Then He then stepped back, announced happily, It is time, and turned back into the veil. He reached his arm forward and drew it back, holding the hand of the elderly woman. She seemed startled and a bit blinded at first. Then, upon seeing the group, her expression turned to one of absolute splendor. They parted for her to see the gentleman standing at the back, the one who appeared to be her husband. They rushed into one another's arms. The entire company encircled them and eagerly welcomed her home. And then he comments, I was deeply moved. I realized very quickly that a spirit can experience great extremes of emotion as I was feeling at that moment. And then he describes that the group began to walk away together and his cousin says to him, they're going to where a family celebration has been planned. And then Lance asks his cousin celebration. I guess I'd never thought of the spirit world having celebrations. What is it like? And then he answers back, oh, it's wonderful. Families get together when loved ones pass into our world and celebrate other special events and occasions. For example, the Day of the Savior. 
the day of the birth of our Savior into mortality. All the heavens and the spirit world rejoice exceedingly for that event. It was it is an incredible celebration. And they have a great feast. Then he goes on to explain a little bit and says that this isn't heaven. It's paradise. It's a place of peace and a place for spirits who have lived good lives. God doesn't live there or reside there. It's where he visits sometimes to do work, but the spirits reside there and they help their family members in the spirit realm. So that's all I have for today. This is a really tender book and I would encourage you to read it. Again, it's called The Message and it's by Lance Richardson. And the way he describes visiting his children when he's temporarily out of his body is really beautiful. And many of the lessons that he learned while in the spirit world are things that we hear in church or hear from wise people often, but it's really wonderful to listen to his personal experience. And it just kind of boils it down to what's really important. Family is super important. Love and service are super important. And everything else is less important and all centers around Jesus Christ. So with that, I will say goodbye for today and I will talk to you soon. Bye everybody. Thank you.